What's going on, y'all? My name is Byron, and I am the host of the Tell the Story Doc podcast, or maybe even the guide, because the story is not just about me. I am walking. Oh, that's not what I want to say at all. Try it again. Okay, um, what's going on, y'all? Y'all are now listening to the Tell the Story Doc podcast, and today we're going to be talking about how perfectionism is holding you back from really making a mark in ministry. You gotta tell the story. So perfectionism is one of those things that's held me back a little bit in my ministry, probably from day one, but not just my ministry, but what I do in my life. So I think I told y'all before I started my career in public relations and advertising, doing a lot of marketing, graphic design, advertising work. And I've always struggled with timelines and deadlines because I'm a perfectionist. And being a perfectionist is actually really, really tough because your standards are like really, really high. If you're a perfectionist, comment right now because I love to see how many perfectionists are actually uh, listening to the podcast. And you might be trying to figure out, OK, how do I comment? What do I say? Uh, how do I craft this sentence? And you've already like dove into your perfectionism. Um, I've realized that over time in my life that perfectionism is one of my greatest enemies and it's one of my greatest struggles. And that's really been presented as I've been pursuing planting a church. If you're a church planter, let me say this, and this will be the theme of our time. Uh, perfectionism is an enemy to your progress. Perfectionism is an enemy to your progress. What you got to learn to do is do it ugly. Do everything or anything or uh, the new ideas that you have, do it ugly. Do uh, things ugly and get used to that process of doing it ugly. Because if not, you will uh, be at the drawing board for so long that you'll actually never do the things that God has called you to do in your city, in the town that you're in, with the people that you're in, the people you're called to, in your family, in your church, or whatever it may be. You will halt yourself if perfectionism is the thing that you are most inclined to do. You got to learn how to do it ugly. Now, before y'all get into responding and 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 saying, okay, yeah, but you know, you got to do things with excellence. I agree with you. We'll talk about that later. But this podcast is really focused on the people who don't just struggle with perfectionism, but let perfectionism actually hinder them, hold them back a little bit. Let me tell you uh, how perfectionism has affected me recently. So we uh, we record all of our sermons, much like everybody else. And uh, I take pride in the quality of our sermons, not just from the preaching standpoint, but also from what it looks like. You know, we're a really small church. 
we don't have a lot of people. We're not in a place with a lot of people, you know, population wise. I'm not a part of a, a or we're not a part of a major denomination. We're not, a, um, you know, like glory stories in this church plants and realm. So we try to present as well as we can. So we record our sermons each week. We post them online and we have one week which was very, very interesting. So we don't have a church building. We meet in our co-working space and there's not a separate designation for kids, which we love. I love like the cries of babies and like seeing kids joyfully like bounce around. It doesn't really affect me much uh, usually, but usually it could be weird to some new people who were there. So we're praying for a new building, but in the interim, we have to do stuff here. Do it ugly, right? Uh, as I'm preaching the sermon one week, we have an abundance of kids, like more kids than usual that week. And there are literally kids like jumping on the couch. My own child is like waving a poster board uh, during service. And I can see and hear all of this. And then at another point, I look and um, there are people like sleep during the gathering. And, and for some reason, I just kind of like buckled. Right. So like I'm preaching this sermon and I get to the end of the sermon and I feel like things are OK, but it's more like we survived than we actually knocked it out of the park or we even got on base. And um, man, at the end of uh, that Sunday, going into that Monday when it came time to post a sermon, I didn't post a sermon. And the biggest reason I didn't post a sermon is because I'm like, yo, this is not going to fall in line with what we do every other time, right? Like, you know, if people see the 24 sermons before this and then they see this one, they're going to be like, yo, what's going on with Pastor B? So I did not post a sermon. And I've been telling people that and kind of joking about it over time. And as I was reflecting on it earlier this week, I'm like, why didn't I post that sermon? I didn't post it because I'm a perfectionist and I care about what we're putting out. Then I thought about this. What if in that particular sermon, there was a word that God was going to use for somebody else who was going to watch it and I uh, hindered them from hearing it? Like I pulled them away from the opportunity to hear this word. Why? Because I was afraid of how it looked. I was afraid that it wouldn't uh, stand up well against um, the comparison of all the other messages or at least the quality of how it looked. Not even like what's in the message. And that, that kind of rocked me. But it exposed what I think is at the root of perfectionism, which perfectionists are perfectionist, not because they believe so much in quality. Perfectionists are actually perfectionists because they are afraid of being judged that the product that they give you is not the best. Like, it's not even about quality. It's about how people are going to respond. So there's this sense, you, if you're a perfectionist, there's this sense uh, that, you know, you don't put stuff out. You don't put out content. You don't talk to people. You don't evangelize well. You don't do particular things in your gathering. You don't reach out to people in your city, not because you're incapable of doing it, but because you're wondering or at least you know, maybe even afraid about how people will respond. Which as I thought about that, I was like, man, that's definitely, that's definitely a part of it. 
Because there's certain areas I don't care what people say, but there are other areas in my life, in my ministry, that if someone were to say something negatively about it, I think I would fall apart. I think I would be like all in my feelings and all of that. But but it's because I care about what people are going to say, which ultimately you, you already know where I'm going. If you're a pastor, preacher, Christian, uh, that that's the... That's the thing that we shouldn't be concentrating on. What other people have to say about it over what God has actually called us to do in that situation. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Listen, I am so dedicated to doing this podcast that we are in the hospital right now. We just gave birth to our second daughter, my third child. Um, But the podcast has to come out do it ugly so if you're watching this right now do me a favor one way you could bless us especially in this time go ahead and subscribe to the podcast share the podcast episode out with somebody uh, and also subscribe to tell the story doc on spotify and apple podcast now we can get back to our podcast episode so I just want to give you a couple of words of encouragement and a couple maybe tips that you can apply to your life as you are trying to fight against perfectionism and really fight towards just being obedient in what God is calling you to do. And I'm going to grab my phone because I would like you to think that I know this stuff off the top of my head, but I don't. So I'm going to read because doing it ugly is better than not doing it at all. Right. The first one is this done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. There are a lot of things that you are are contemplating in your life right now. There are a lot of things that have to get done. And yet uh, you're holding back. You're pulling back. You're not actually wanting to jump 10 toes in because you're afraid of how it's going to turn out. Done is better than perfect. So just focus on the things you can do. You can share the gospel with somebody. You know it. So why don't you just do it? You don't have to perfect the words. You don't have to uh, come up with this perfect script or this perfect uh, tract or whatever it may be. You can do it now. You can. Done is better than perfect. Another thing uh, that I wrote down that uh, somebody gave me is the root of perfectionism is the fear of judgment. You're not really so focused on getting things perfect. You really just fear how people will react. All right, two major points I want to give all of us, and it's these, all right? The first one is do it. Do it. Get in the process of actually doing things. Uh, The way that I've tried to attack this is I come up with a checklist, and I write down a few things that are doable, like things that I know I can accomplish every single day, and then I write down one thing that is challenging for me to do, and I try to do it uh, anyway, like no matter how challenging it is, how much it goes against my personality or how uncomfortable it is, or, you know, how out of season it is. uh, I try to do that thing anyway, get in the process of just doing it. Because if you get in the process of doing it, it'll get easier and easier and easier. The second one goes along with that. Do it to please God, do it to please God. So when I say do it ugly, I say do it ugly because, you know, sometimes we'll be focused on the quality and really, like we said earlier, we'll be focused on what other people will think. And that's the the big problem is that we're focused on what other people will think of it. But we have to do it to actually please God. If we focus on pleasing God, 
then doing it ugly will be all right <laughs> because God will accept any offering that we give up to him. And over time, we'll grow to be able to give more perfected offerings or, or offerings that are, are more holy towards him. But God cares more about us just offering ourselves up than he does uh, than us sitting for 20 years trying to perfect something in us that we can offer to him. I was talking to this guy the other day and he was telling me that's the reason why he doesn't come to church. He's like, man, I'm trying to get my life together. I'm trying to get all these things together in my life. And, you know, once I can stop doing these particular things, then I feel more comfortable in this space. I'll be more likely to be able to stick to a church. And I'm like, man, once you get all of that done, let me know, because I need to figure out how I could do that for my life, too. The point I'm trying to make to them is it's, it's impossible to get to a point where you're perfect enough to be in the presence of the Lord. That's why Jesus was sent to us. He was sent to us because none of us are perfect. We're not going to do it perfect. We're not going to look like we're doing it perfect. All of us are flawed. None of us are going to get it completely right. But Jesus came into our lives so that we could offer whatever we have to God and do things to please him. If I start recording this podcast to please God rather than to get views or get you know monetized or, or any of those things, then I am living in what he's actually called me to do. And side note, one of the reasons why a lot of us are struggling with things is because God hasn't actually called us to it. God hadn't actually called us to it. It's a good idea. You know, he might allow for you to do it or us to do it. But there are a lot of things that God hasn't called you to do. And you're trying to figure out why isn't this working out? Why am I not being able to commit to this particular thing? And that might be the reason. See, sometimes we miss out on all that God is trying to do in the moment. When we focus on things being perfect or things being done as well as possible, opposing them just getting done, right? We hold back. We, 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 we rob people. We rob God. We rob ourselves of certain experiences because we're trying to make it perfect. And I've seen this not only in my ministry, but I've seen it uh, while serving other people. I've seen people not wanting to pray because they believe that they don't pray well enough. And deep down inside, it's because they believe that someone in the room will hear them praying and say, man, you don't do that that well. Or, or there are people who won't go evangelize, even though they're really good with words. They know the gospel. Uh, they are filled with the Holy Spirit because there's this thing deep down inside that says, if I go out there and a person says, no, Jesus is not real. Or why would you believe in Jesus? Or how foolish can you be that you will shrink inside because you feel like whatever that person's word is, is more powerful than the thing you've been called to. Doing it ugly is way better than not doing it at all. And in church planting, especially, but not just church planting, any type of leadership, any type of living, doing it ugly is better than not doing it at all. This podcast right now is a testament to my work in trying to do it ugly. Right now, as I record this, there are people right outside of my office playing music loudly. I could have just packed up all this stuff and went home and just recorded it then or put it off for a couple of weeks. But I got to learn to do it ugly. We're looking for a building right now. We've been looking for years. If you followed our podcast, you know that. And yet 
Every Sunday, we gather in our, our co-working space because we know that doing it uh, ugly or, or just doing it at all is better than not doing it at all. We have to learn how to be persistent in doing it whatever way we can, because perfectionism will keep us from progress in the area. And we need to be thinking more about being obedient to God, offering up what we have as stewards of these gifts and these great things, then thinking about, man, we can't do that yet because we don't have enough people. Man, we can't do that yet because we don't have the right facilities. We can't do that yet because we don't have the right people, even though we have people. All of those are things that you've thought about, surely. But God just wants you to do it. Taking the perfectionism bug has been one of the most challenging things that I've had to do as a person and as a leader, but it's improving my leadership, but it's also making me a more effective pastor. Just being able to say, hey, we have this prayer meeting. It's on Thursdays at 10 a.m. It's not going to be perfect, but we're going to commit ourselves to doing it. Or, uh, you know, uh, the framework of our worship gathering, it's not going to be perfect. There are going to be mistakes that are happening, but we're just going to do it. And I'm about to take a few weeks off. We're having a baby. And yeah, I would love to have an assistant pastor here or a group of people who could jump right in, but I don't. And we're just going to push through it. Why? Because doing it is better than not doing it because it's not perfect. So my challenge to you, do it ugly, keep pushing and do it for Jesus. He's the reason why we have any, any of this stuff. So this is going to be a shorter podcast in the next couple of weeks. Uh, the podcast will be shorter. Our interview podcast will be a lot longer, but these are just for me to express some things that are going on with me as I'm walking this thing out as a church planter. And so that you could get a little bit of a uh, view of what our church planting journey is like and has been like. My name is Byron. This is the Tell the Story podcast. This episode in particular is sponsored by The Connect. It's our uh, ministry co-working space here in Daytona Beach, Florida. It's also uh, sponsored by Identity Church, which is the church plant that I get to give leadership to. If you want more information about that, matter of fact, even if you don't want more information about that, I'd love for you to click the links in the description so you can see more about what we're doing right here in Midtown Daytona. I love you. God bless. Do it. Do it for Jesus.